Hey guys, this is the uh, what is it? The FDA podcast this week. Um, we're, huh. we're missing one of our members, but uh, uh, we hope to have a good show um, today. We're for the first time doing a double review podcast because we couldn't get our schedules together. <laughs> it's been about six weeks. I don't even remember what we're reviewing today. I just know we're talking about something. Um, we do it for our part. fans. Yep. <laughs> so quick, in, quick intros around the room. Uh, as I said, uh, I don't think I said that actually. Um, I'm Anthony. Um, start from the bottom. Kai, you want to go? Yeah. Uh, name's Kai. Uh, of course, the uh, youngest and most impressionable of the group. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who liked Phantom Menace? Yeah, his best movie. <laughs> Jackie Chan Rush Hour. Best bit of Jackie Chan movie, he says. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it's the foreigner. <laughs> All right. Nick? Uh, Nick Choi. Um, more the common view, I think I'm representing. But yeah. Uh, I like to call it the dummy view. <laughs> yeah, ignorant masses. <laughs> no, no, ignoramus. Or Nick is just dumb. <laughs> the Flintstone. <laughs> All right. I think oh, that answers it. Uh, Arthur, you want to go? Sure, Arthur Wu. Uh, <laughs> lifelong comic book nerd, um, traditionalist, uh, but also a lifelong Star Wars fan as well. There you and go. finally... All right, this is uh, Ronald, um, soon-to-be father of two. What? Doubleheader. True doubleheader. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about, what are we talking about? Deadpool and Solo today. <laughs> Yeah. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Solo Pool 2. And uh, just a quick shout out to our sixth member who is apparently drunk and camping <laughs> and set this up and did not show up. I don't know who does that. Who loves us, by the way. Apparently he loves us as well. Uh, but apparently he doesn't. So I don't, I don't know. I'm confused. Um, Dad, who, who can't make, be with us today. Um, the first movie we're going to talk about today is Deadpool 2 it was a or it is a sequel to um a highly successful Deadpool 1 uh released a couple years ago um and this one I guess a little bit of like the main difference is that it's directed by David Litch this time who did um who did John Wick and uh and so I know going into it, I was kind of interested to see how um, this was going to be directed. Um, so let's jump right into it about our review uh, or yeah, our thoughts on Deadpool 2. Um, I kind of want to start off with Kai this, this time around. Um, so Kai, you want to kick it off for us? Sure. Let's, uh, Nick, why don't you plug your ears? Just in case you uh, copy don't get us. carried away with um, <laughs> forming a majority opinion. Copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, yes. no copyright infringement. Need this here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've I'm, I'm actually been a fan of Ryan Reynolds um, even before he jumped into the Deadpool character. So I think for me, I always get a little bit of a bias. I loved. Uh, Deadpool 1. I think it's just cool to see an actor get to um, really, you know, perform in a labor of his love because, you know, Ryan Reynolds looks like someone who just generally 
enjoys the character and kind of understands what what it's about. And so for me, there are actually a lot of good things about the movie. And I thought it was a good sequel. Um, I, I kind of go back and forth thinking about whether or not it was better than the first. But I think the fact that, you know, it performed well is just good enough for me just to see that character succeed and continue to be, you know, hopefully a recurring character. Um, maybe, you know, cross your fingers, uh, MCU crossover. Uh, I know I, Ryan loves to do those little kind of Twitter mentions here and there. Um, that would be the most seamless one, I feel like, right? Like, it's, easy. it'd be the easiest. Really? Yeah, easiest. Yeah, right? I mean, who knows? I mean, it's just like a, like a cameo or just kind of like crossing over. Like, maybe. you're not going to cross over X-Men, like, very easily or, I don't know, Fantastic Four yet. Well, there is no Fantastic Four yet, but I think as a single character, he's, he can just pop in and out or something like that. Yeah, and even... even... That would be the hardest one to do, though. From a tone standpoint, from from a tone, correct. Yeah, agreed. No, I, I can see that. Um, yeah, That's even important. the even the little cameo that they had, you know, with the uh, I forget which cast group. It wasn't first class. It was kind of thing. Was one of the older uh, X Men groups. Even that was kind of cool. Yeah, I actually really like that. It was it, the, like, uh, it was first class. It was it was the apocalypse class actually. Oh okay. yeah, apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so to to break into kind of the things that I liked. Uh, actually, um, this seems to be just the the year of Brolin because he's killing it with uh, the cable character um, Thanos, and I think there's a third movie that he's Sicario two. Yeah, Sicario two. Um, I I enjoyed the first Sicario, so yeah. I'm looking forward to the second one as well. Me too. Um, and so uh, really enjoyed it. Um, cable was a great character. You know, it's he just he he didn't end up being you know kind of a meathead because for me going into it. I don't really have a lot of history on who Cable is, or I, I just know that he's a pretty you, strong character. You, you gotta watch. I'm telling you, you gotta watch X Men animated series. Like <laughs> they do a lot of good <laughs> intro, like entry level uh, episodes where all these characters. Uh, it's actually are, true. Are shown, yeah. Yeah, because I I went in blind. The, the, oh, oh Cable. So you're the ignorant master. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Ignorant. Uh, don't you find out that he's like Cyclops' son or something like that? Correct. Yeah. Oh, hey, spoilers! Yeah, come on. <laughs> they're not gonna bring that up in the comics. Come on, they're gonna that. damn. And I right. knew that. Oh. <laughs> what? <Anyways>. Jesus. <laughs> well, it's not as so simple sad, as that. No longer invested. That's a simplified version of saying it, but it's true. Yeah. No, so I, I, I really enjoy Cable. Um, and just to kind of further along, I think, I think what Deadpool does well is. Uh, a lot of character development. Um, I even like some of the really short ones, like Sugar Bear. Um, I actually really liked. I don't really know. I forget her name, but the the character that was based around Luck, Domino. Domino. Yeah, Domino. Yeah, I actually thought that they did it in a very creative way. And great. yeah, she it was just yeah, she was cool. cool character, fun character. Um, glad she's alive and made it as a remaining <laughs> X Force member. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I like that they developed uh, Dopinder a little bit. I, I think that's his name. I forget. Yep. Um, and then also, like, just another part of the... I don't know why. Maybe I just like this type of humor. But despite the overt, obvious setup of the whole wind advisory joke, even that one, you know, was just uh, still pretty funny to me. Um, to just kind of see it again? coming from a mile away. <laughs> was it a fart joke? 
No, no, no. Where they're getting ready to rescue. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And then just constant references just to Wind Advisory. Work that well. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was actually one of my points. Is like I, I kind of like that twist on that because I, I didn't, you know, you guys know me. I don't watch trailers. Um, I knew there was something of like an X Factor team building, but uh, I didn't see that turn until yeah they mentioned like Wind Advisory. I'm like, what? what are they gonna? what <laughs> and then one by one each of them yeah they all kind of uh start dying so yeah so that was that was a great setup um so I, I i enjoyed the wide and you know the only thing for me was i did feel like the the pacing could have been a little bit better um i felt like it just it dragged a little bit in the front and i know they're trying to kind of set up deadpool's motivations and i don't know like maybe sometimes you don't really need to do that because I I don't haven't really read too much of Deadpool, but to me she feels like just he just doesn't need that much motivation to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I just felt like they were trying to kind of push it pretty hard with his relationship with um you know what's her face and to kind of draw a lot of uh, symbolism between I don't know whatever Vanessa whatever yeah. he feels Vanessa. yeah with with how he feels regretful with what happened to Vanessa and like the whole child thing. Um, but that was about the only thing that, to me, felt like could have been tightened up a little bit. And um, I do enjoy that they continue to poke fun at themselves. And, of course, not only retcon the whole fact that she died, but, you know, retcon a lot of, you know, the old references to Deadpool. And, of course, uh, blowing out uh, his own brain to prevent uh, Green Lantern from ever uh, <laughs> existing. <laughs> that, was, that was great. That was yeah. great. <laughs> Um, so overall, great, great show. Um, and I'm happy to see the character continue to live and happy to see Ryan actually get a chance to do this movie because there was a chance that this could have been delayed into uh, foreverness and uh, never get delivered, but happy. Uh, and that's it for me. All right. Sounds good. Um, who should we hear from next, Kai? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with you, Anthony. Oh damn! All right. Um, damn, I feel like I'm morphing into Kai here. <laughs> well, you can't complain about going last then. No, 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 no. Exactly. no. all the time no. you want. Here, I'm I'm still gonna be quick. Um, I liked this movie. Uh, I didn't love it. I definitely feel like the first one was better. Um, I just feel like the first one was um. The jokes were more original, um, and the story was a little bit better in terms of just characters and relationships. Um, and I feel like Deadpool 2 was was good. It was enjoyable. Um, but there were also a lot of uh, – I just feel like it was more of number one, which isn't always the best thing. Uh, but always, But if it's done well, it can, you know – it can make a movie better. Like, for example, I feel like Guardians 2 tried to do more of the same in the first one, but just wasn't, I don't know, just stuff didn't land uh, overall. And so, but I, I feel like this landed a lot better than than uh, than a movie going from Guardians 1 to Guardians 2. Anyways, uh, what I liked about the movie, uh, like I said, I think the jokes were, were decent. Um, some of them were pretty, like, meh. Uh, or some of them were just references. They're not even just like they're not even like funny jokes. Um, I like some of the earlier and middle action scenes. 
um, like I mentioned earlier, the guy who did, um, what, what am I saying, John Wick, he, uh, he directed this, so I assumed that there would be a good action scene, scenes, and I thought there were some pretty good ones uh, earlier on. Um, Ryan Reynolds, he's just, I think he's just a charming character, like a you know, charming person, and, and I think he embodies that, the Deadpool character very well. Um, and then, like we talked about a second ago, it's just the X Factor. Uh, their, their team deaths were, were pretty. Uh, I didn't see that coming. You mean um, X Force? Sorry, X Factor, X Force. Yeah, X Factor is another group, right? Yes, correct. Okay, all right. Sorry. Um, okay, so what I didn't like the movie about the movie. Um, so going back to like the more of Deadpool one. In Deadpool one, they did that whole like little hand thing, which was pretty funny. In this one, they just kind of you know, what do we do next? Oh, let's just do small legs and then show a penis. It, just little like progressions of older jokes. I just <laughs> thought was just like, okay, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it could be more original. Um, you know, he was riffing on basic instinct, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that part. I got that part. Yeah. I'm just saying like the whole idea of the, the Wait, joke. riffing on what? Basic instinct when he was like crossing his legs. Oh, I had no mind, Kai. <laughs> too young. Mind, Kai. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed that scene. Ask your mom. <laughs> I mean, I laugh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like I didn't hate it, but I just feel like. But I I, I know your point, Anthony. You make a good point. Just more. Yeah, more. could have been better. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm just not talking about that joke too. Just in general, there are some things. It was just more of the same. Anyways, um, I actually hated that they killed Vanessa at the beginning. Um, just to rewind things every th at the end again, uh, I feel like one of the best parts of Deadpool 1 is their weird relationship, and they kind of remove it immediately, and then it, like, it's his, I don't know, his spark to, to for the story, essentially, of this movie. I, I missed it. Like, I, I, I thought that was very, a unique relationship that we haven't really seen on in a movie before, and I wish that you know we got to see that a bit more in this movie, but we didn't. I actually totally agree with you on that part. Oh, yeah, really? That part is, <laughs> yeah, no, it's because I felt like they were, and I don't mean to interrupt, but it's like they use that trope of okay, we you know we gotta fridge the female character to spur the guy to you know to to greater things, right? And I'm like, oh, you know, I really liked her, like in the first movie, like you said, and you know, yeah, they retconned at the end, but then it would have been nice to have her with the rest of the movie and him being motivated through some other means. So I thought that was yeah. sort of like, you know, you kind of, it's, it's too common that trope, I thought. So yeah, I'll, like, I'll I, there. I missed, I missed her as a character. Um, uh, I thought the kid was actually pretty irritating. Um, the, I don't know. I, I think he's a good, I think he's a good actor. I agree. Yeah. I, agree. I think he's a great actor, but I thought he was just a super irritating character. Um, and then I don't really know how he, I think the turn at the uh, with him at the end was a little a little quick. Abrupt. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I mean, not the not the worst thing. Um, I actually thought Cable's backstory was a little weak as well. Um, I was hoping more of a we got a little was, bit of buddy buddy um, relationship towards the end, but it was mostly mostly them kind of like butting heads and hating each other. Um, and yeah, I just didn't really fully get his his uh his backstory um let's see the cgi yeah a couple more things cgi ending i, I can't believe we like are back to that like it's cool we got juggernaut but then it, it really just ended up being what their joke was was just a cgi fight between him and colossus um 
and then I just so this is just kind of like backstory stuff um like I'm a little disappointed a little bummed that Tim Miller the, the director from the first one didn't do this movie because I, I feel like he was he knew the character really really well like he knew it very well like he read a lot of the comics and it was like his passion to even though I, I think Ryan Reynolds even though it, like it was his passion project like he just is more about making this into a movie than like knowing the source stuff so uh, a little bit bummed about that and I feel like it showed in the movie um so overall um I, there's a lot I didn't like about the movie, but overall having said that I still enjoyed myself watching the movie um and uh yeah I, I definitely don't think it's as good as Deadpool 1 but still a fun movie and uh uh Christine my wife loved it so so what's something like stylistic that you would have wanted to see kind of Ryan do right going back to your your is it Tim or Tom Weller comment Tim Miller Tim Miller yeah um just i don't know more of a uh, I don't know. Just like story wise, maybe it just felt maybe like his there... relationship with Vanessa probably. And yeah, and that. Oh well, yeah, his. I mentioned that. Um, but yeah, the story wasn't fully there. Well, because yeah. to me, like I, I was kind of happy that they killed Vanessa off early because I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't see it done well very often. But often when when it's like a kind of you see two characters that have to like kind of chain each other around it's gets a little fatiguing right because okay well you know whether it's the guy protecting the girl the girl protecting the guy you just constantly have to sit there and like kind of watch that unfold itself and i've i don't know like i'm obviously haven't watched deadpool for very long but i've just always seen him as a as a solo character so seeing her die was a a nice thing to me just because i was like okay i can see that being something that they would do um but i do agree that one of the biggest, like one of the worst things you can do for storytelling, especially with short stories, is to tell a story that, you know, engages the reader based on something that happened early on. And then to do what you normally call like the, oh, sorry, it's all a dream, you know, type, you know, kind of uh, naive, uh, quote unquote, twist ending there, um, right. just to essentially retcon everything, because it just kind of cheapens yeah. the experience. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I just thought like, oh, so this movie is kind of irrelevant in the story like yeah because you um, went back and whatever bobby ewing. dallas yeah. bobby ewing yeah <laughs> yeah so i i yeah it's, it's just yeah the fact that they tied it so strongly to his relationship to her and then just brought her back i just yeah that i, so, I agree that kind of made it um a little bit more dull than okay movie. and then just the last point of that i, I would just say like you know, I felt in this movie they made her such a strong character in the first one, but they kind of made her like damsel in distress too, which is kind of you know cliche. So I thought they would they could do something more with her. Um, I don't know. I, again, I, I don't have like an idea in mind, but I just thought they they would do something more with her in this one to make her feel more than just a side or well, whatever the main character's girlfriend. So more three dimensional. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much, I think, all I have to say. Um, why don't we go with, uh, Ronald next? All right. Um, you know, this, the thing with Deadpool 2 to me, it, 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 it in my mind, it felt 
uh, I had a lot of the same feelings going into it as uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? It, it has a very unique uh, sense of humor, a very unique style that I really enjoyed from the first one, uh, both, you know, the first Deadpool and the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And, uh, you know, if you guys recall from, you know, our Guardians of the Galaxy podcast, I, I just didn't care for it at all. Like, it, it just seemed like more of the same. And um, it didn't, I didn't feel like it grew or went anywhere uh, and just kind of tried to rehash a lot of the same style and same jokes. Uh, with Deadpool 2, I felt like they did, they, they tried to do something with the character that addresses some of the character's flaws um, and maybe some of its character development weaknesses. Uh, and, I, and I appreciate that, right? Um, like in the first Deadpool, one of the things that I always, had, one of the things that I thought uh, was wrong with it, or I kind of struggled with it coming out of it, was that I just never felt like he really struggled very much. You know, like sure, he they captured his you know his girlfriend, um, and he had to fight to get her back. But I mean, he's virtually invincible, right? And he doesn't really feel that much pain. I mean, he, sure he feels pain, but he doesn't like actually get hurt. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay, well, so it's just a matter of like, okay, well, when is he going to get his girlfriend back? No, sta- no stakes. There's no stakes. I, I didn't feel like there was stakes from the first one, right? So I actually yeah. kind of like that they shocked you. Well, I mean, I guess it was kind of shocking where, where it's like, hey, something really big happened in his life and it requires him to really evaluate himself. And I think that Vanessa was the only thing in his life that he cared about enough to really hurt him, right? Everything else was he could play it off as a joke. Um, this was the only thing that he couldn't joke about. Um, so I like that aspect of it. Um, now, whether or not the whole s- story about okay, you know, like I need to learn how to love, you know, somebody other than myself, like selflessness. Basically, <laughs> basically that's what he's learning, right? Um, yeah. Whether or not, you know, through the kid and learning to love this kind of like like you said, right? Uh, kind of. I think Anthony said that right, annoying kid. I I totally thought he was like uh, a brat too, but you know he learned to to love a kid. Okay, I was okay on that general premise. I didn't I didn't think it was anything um, too exciting, but it worked. Uh, but I overall I still liked the movie. It was uh, it was fun. Um, it had some good jokes. Some things went too long, like the whole you know uh, basic instinct. You know, leg spreading thing. It was just, yeah, it went on too long. They they kept going on with the joke, and the blind yeah. lady, the blind lady. Yeah, joke, I, agree, I, mean, I agree with that. Yeah, that was just more of the same from you know the first one too. But I do think that there was a lot of good good jokes that landed uh, as well. Um, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was spoiled for me too. Just about like the whole uh, Martha, you know, referential joke to uh, <laughs> DC favorite, you know, favorite movie to bag on, you know. BVS, yeah, Superman. Um, that stuff was good. Uh, yeah, overall, it was an okay movie. It was alright. All right. All right. Um, who up. should go next, Arthur, Arthur or Nick? All right, Arthur. Nick's at the end now. God, he's gonna just copy everything we just said. <laughs> I just want to hear how much <laughs> he just copies us. He's just, we he could wrote, just skip over his section, <laughs> save time, and then edit bits of each person's review, <laughs> and just say that was Nick's. 
Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's me. Yeah. All right. So, you know, funny enough, a lot of the stuff that Kai and Anthony said, I actually really agree with mostly, you know, most of the bits and parts. Um, I can't like, think of which movie I like better, but um, I like Oh, yeah. Movies. Let's record this for posterity. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, so the stuff you mentioned about the characters and the, the Easter eggs and all that stuff, that were cool. They're really, you know, I definitely agree. There's one Easter egg that I liked a lot, and this is more of a comic nerd thing. It's when he, he was calling out the creator of Deadpool. Like, you can't even draw. You're like this dumb artist that can't even draw, you know, in proportion and can't draw feet and blah, blah, blah. And he was directly in, uh, poking fun at Rob Liefeld, the creator, the co-creator artist of um, Deadpool, which I thought was kind of cool. So you kind of had to be like a comic guy to get that, which I liked. So, yeah. you know, he didn't just poke fun at people, you know, movies and things like that. He, he went for like really traditional stuff, which I kind of liked. Um, the thing I will call out is I did like the introduction of X-Force. I was, it was funny that they kind of died, but at the same time, like, dang, man, I would have liked to have seen them in action a little bit because, you know, in all my years, I would have never imagined that we would have a movie with Shatterstar, like of all the characters, you know, he's a fairly obscure, not too obscure, but fairly obscure X character. And I thought, oh, most people hate him. Um, no, he's, he's fairly popular. I mean, he's not, oh, okay. he's not, he's not a bad character. He's actually a really cool character. Yeah, I think he started off kind of one dimensional, but he grew. And I thought, wow, we actually have a movie. What day and age is this that I'm going to see Shatterstar on the big screen? So for me to just see him there, it was like, this is already a big deal. And then he just dies, right? I'm like, oh, come on, man. Dang, you know? And I know it's played yeah. for laughs, but it was like, you know, part of me is sort of disappointing that I didn't get to see him in action at all. Um, and those other characters are also like um, second or third string um, X-Force Universe characters. And I'm like, okay, you know, I get it. They died. Um, the Brad Pitt cameo was kind of funny with Manisher. It's kind of like a blink and you miss it kind of thing. Um, yep. That was kind of funny. Like, I didn't expect that. And I think I that, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't even realize, like, it was... I was like, did they really get him? Was that CGI? No, that was him. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I've he, heard afterwards that it was him. So I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. And Matt Damon was in this movie too. Um, I think he was playing those. Uh, he was uh, one of those, those country necks. boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And with Alan Tudyk. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I actually didn't recognize them. They, I think that, that those are a little bit more like. Um, like kind of like. Not as obvious. So. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, you know, overall, I think. I enjoyed the movie. I, I think I mentioned about what I didn't like about the trope of, you know, Vanessa. Um, the one thing I didn't like is TJ Miller annoys me to no end. I don't know. He's just something about him. Just, just, you know, irritates me. And I, you know, I, I, I agree yeah. with you there. I yeah, mean, he just annoys me. I liked the first one. He was kind of annoying. Yeah. He was actually better in the first one, but for some reason yeah. he just annoys me to no end. And, like, uh, is it because he's crazy now and all these reports no. come out? Actually, no. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, movie, you have to watch it with air. So well, you don't that kind of added to it. But then, look, you know, you guys know I watched the Transformers movie, right? So he was in the fourth Transformer movie. And he was? Yeah, he was. I didn't know that. But know it that. was the first time. And, you know, you guys you know that I'm usually pretty, like, easygoing some stuff. But he was in the fourth Transformers movie, which had Mark Wahlberg. And I, when he died in that movie, spoilers, okay, I was actually clapping. Like, I was happy and thrilled that he died because he was so annoying in that movie that when he died, I was thrilled. And so, um, so he just irritates me. And then when I saw him again here, for some reason, he just irritated me more in this movie versus the first one. I don't know. There's something about him 
that I just find. Well, no, you don't usually hear that kind of rage from Arthur. Yeah, but... yeah that was <laughs> That's true. I really hate him. I just annoyed him. I mean, I maybe he's a cool guy. I, I don't know, right? And aside from all the stuff you hear in the news, I mean, maybe he's, he's actually a decent guy, but I don't know. Something about him just annoys me. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, aside from that, I mean, I think the movie, I think the only challenge I see is, you know, the story, like if you go to Deadpool 3, what do you do? Because you can kind of start to become a uh, law of diminishing returns. If you keep going back to just a gag character, a whole movie of gags, what yeah. is really the progression here? Right. Cause you know, you can get away with it with the first movie, the second movie, you know, this one had sort of like a, at least somewhat of a story. You have cable and you have um, rusty Russell, right. And he's trying to rationalize his, uh, his feelings with his uh, dead wife at the time or um, girlfriend or wife. They got married, right. Didn't they? I forgot. But anyway, um, but then how do you really tell a, a real story going forward where it doesn't just become like a parody of himself? You know what I mean? Um, cause if you're going to continue this franchise, which I'm sure they want to, where, how do you tell a story so that it doesn't, it still is fresh without losing the charm. Um, and you don't sort of jump the shark on your own character. You know what I mean? Um, so that's, I think I'm still kind of wondering what the challenge will be. Maybe you have to not have a Deadpool three. You have to have an X-Force movie with Deadpool yeah. or something, right? Or the next movie is Cable and, and Deadpool and they really have both equal screen time. And it's really more of like a, a beginning, middle end story um, because you can only have like a, a fourth wall breaking, you know, irreverent character for so long until it starts to become like, okay, you know, same, same old, same old, that kind of thing. So that's the only thing I'm, I'm kind of wondering about. Um, so we'll see. Um, other than that, though, I think overall, I think you guys covered it. What I, um, I kind of mostly agree with, and I enjoyed it. Domino was awesome. I thought she was cool. Um, so I think she was a standout in, in this movie as well, uh, besides Cable. So, well, one other thing I want to add, like I feel there's a missed opportunity because they built up. Um, Negasonic. Yeah. Like she wasn't even in the movie that much. Yeah, that was another like, thing I agree with. I wish they showed her a little bit more. I was like, wait, you just got a, about the same amount of screen time as the last movie. She had more in the first one, actually, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, you might be right. I, I don't know. Because like, she was dragged around like... a lot and, and, you know, hanging out with him. Oh, that's more. true. And then here, it seemed like she only had like one major action scene and then one other scene that she showed up with with her partner, right? Uh, that other Japanese character. Uh, At the yeah, end. Yeah. So I was like, huh, that's it? So yeah, that's a good, that's yeah, a good call out because yeah. I, I liked her character like too, and she didn't really wasn't really there. So yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, I did like all the um, you know the gags and the jokes. Uh, I'm assuming the that's not Hugh Jackman. They just sort of superimposed him on top of Wolverine Origins, right? Because I don't think Hugh came back to refilm that scene. Um, no, I, I think that's the same same stock footage. Yeah, they okay. Just... They just sort of. They just cut it a little bit because so at first that. I thought, oh, Hugh actually surprised us and came back to reenact that scene. But then I looked at it, I'm like, no, they just one angle is from the original movie and then the other angle is him, you know, doing the gag. So, but uh, that would have been cool if Hugh yeah. came back to do that. So that would have been a nice surprise. But you know, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, mostly my thoughts on it. I mean, I enjoyed it overall. All right, that sounds good. All right. Next movie? I'm just kidding. Worst for last. Nick Choi, here we go. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. <laughs> I agree with Ty, Arthur, Ronald, and Anthony. <laughs> uh, 
I just want to throw in yeah, the what you said about Domino. I agree. I think she was one of the best uh, parts of it. And you were saying like, you know, where do they go from Deadpool three not doing kind of the same thing? Uh, she was one of my favorite because uh, I feel like she really embodied what was good about the first one. She's it's kind of a goofy. It's kind of like a you know a silly premise, but then they really they turn it into a. Yeah, they like, turned it into something they, really good with good action. They showed her surprising. power well. Yeah, yeah it, it yeah, sounds great. stupid, right? Like, what's your power? Luck. Yeah. That sounds. What do you? What? What do you do? But and then, then they make they, it they a solid character. It. Yeah. So yeah. that that was, I think, doing more stuff like that. Um, so I mean, that's why. So like, I think two of my favorite movies were Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Deadpool One. And Guardians of the Galaxy was all like that. It seemed like kind of silly when I went in. It was really good. Uh, I I agree probably with everything everyone said. <laughs> Not surprising, but uh, <laughs> you know, Deadpool one. Being I one have my, no original thoughts. Yeah, the big Deadpool one being one of my favorite movies. I think of all time. It was going to be really hard for this to live up to it. I, I agree. It was a good movie, but it just didn't it didn't live up to it. Um, for me as as much. I like the cable character. I didn't like the little boy. Um. <laughs> Uh, I I like the relationship between Cable and and Deadpool. I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, just it miss it, it was missing kind of that freshness uh, that I got out of the first one. That just kind of like you know, and it's hard because those it just kind of took me off guard. You know, the first one I didn't really know what to expect, and I really really liked it. So it, it had a lot to live up to for me. Makes sense. Yeah, yep. that's fair. I the uh, all right. The characters Sorry, coming in was another. Oh no, no, that was the other thing. I, I like the characters coming in when they and they're just killing them off. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, that's it. All right, cool. Um, so let's do round robin of what our scores are. Um, Kai, wanna start it? Uh, probably give it uh eight. Okay. Solid eight. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. And I'm going to give it a 6.5. Oh, wow. 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 Uh, I'll give it a seven. I give it a 7.2 since that's not here. (laughs) No, 6.8. To do the other way. But now he's just going lower? Dude, I bet you it was like a nine point five before he. This, this <laughs> is all I'm averaging out all your scores and putting it into it. What's your score, goddamn? I don't. What is it? Seven. Seven. <laughs> you totally skip Arthur, by the way. Okay. Okay. I give it like I don't know. I'm flip flopping between an eight or a seven point five. I, I just I don't know. I'll just say seven point five. All right. That's fair. Uh, all right. I think it's time to move on to our next movie, um, Solo, a Star Wars story, or a lame Star Wars story. Uh, um, no. Um, so this movie. Because well, we know you already how you feel about that movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so this movie was originally supposed to be directed by. Um, Miller and Lord, the guys who did Lego Movie. And um, I had some pretty high hopes for this. And then they got removed for Ron Howard, um, who's had some great movies and then some very mediocre movies as well. So I I went into this, personally, I went to this optimistic. 
Um, uh, but I was also interested to in seeing how the changes, uh, what changes he was going to make, and if you know it was noticeable. Um, so having said that, let's go uh, uh, opposite of what we just did uh, in terms of review order. And um, Nick Choi, let's start with you. And uh, yeah, yeah, what did you think of Solo? So, so Star Wars is one of the areas I, I actually do know a lot about. And this, I had high Do you really? Star Wars yes, is one of the, yes, one yes. Of the thing, probably the only thing I know a lot about. Not a lot. I know a lot about it. Don't say a lot. Don't say a lot. Don't say a lot? Do you know a lot or no? No, I back him yeah, on this. Yeah, no, I know a decent amount. That's I have. That's <laughs> that happens to be the, one of the only things I have, I know a decent <laughs> amount about. But, but I'd but say what not, is not it, like. Is your realm of knowledge like the movies? Is that it? Movies and the the like series. Those like you know kind of. You watch all the animated stuff too, so you animated know. stuff. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. But I'm. I mean, I don't. know. I mean, knowledge-wise, but I mean, I'm a big fan. That's one of the things I'm a big fan of Star Wars. Okay. Okay. And I think Clone Wars, like at least in the more recent movies, right? I think they do a lot of references back to things that are coming from from the Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars is almost unwatchable. That's like so hard to get through. But uh, Rebels, yeah, yeah. If you like Clone Wars, (laughs) see, okay. Dang, when Nick Choi says Rebels or whatever. Uh, Clone you know, Wars is hard to get through. Have you guys seen uh, this off question? But have you guys seen Rebels? The uh, the not yet. Animated? I heard it's good. Have, yeah, is it good? I, I haven't seen it. It's really to, good. I, I plan to. I've heard good things about it. It's very much made for like Star Wars fans. They use like a lot of the original concept art, and then the story is like they make it re- the really good Star Wars feel. It's kind of like Rogue One. Okay. So, anyway, so for so I so I I try to avoid I avoided. The trailers and everything, I had a lot of hopes going in, but uh, I don't, you know, and I, I spoke a little bit with Dot about some of this, so I could speak for him on, we agreed on some of this, but uh, I don't know, I, we had a, I, I just, I didn't have an overall good experience with it. It was one of the major things, and I think me and Dot talked about, it just couldn't really get into the, uh, the characters for Solo and Lando, and this is the thing. I'm like a big, big, uh, big, uh, uh, God, what's his real name? The childish <laughs> Glover, Donald, Donald Glover. I'm a big Donald Glover. Uh, Donald Glover, yeah. I think he's really good. And I think he did a really good job of doing a, you know, impression. Lando? Of Lando. Uh, well, of, you know, yeah, Lando. Of Colt, Mr. Colt 45. You can't, he, he, he just like, he did a really good job, but the whole time I just couldn't get it out of my head that it was an impression. So I, it, I had a hard time kind of um, suspending my disbelief. It, the whole time it just felt like he was doing an impression. Although I felt like he was doing a really good impression, the whole time it kind of felt like an impression mm. of Billy D. you know? Mm, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, and, uh, and then the, the, Hans, the guy who played Han Solo, he just, I don't know... It's it's hard to live up to, you know, Harrison Ford, right? To have that kind of that charisma, and some parts of him kind of kind of had it, but he just seemed very bland overall. Okay, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Interruption. Oh, I know. Uh, during his review time too. Look at he he muted oh, himself. Beautiful. He's getting, he's getting yelled at right now. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, 
Trump getting reprimanded here. Oh man, that's that's what I get for. I'm in the garage. <laughs> you came and found me in the garage. garage. You're sleeping in the garage tonight. That's what you mean, right? North That's Korean right. refugee again. I'm gonna roll out my katsu. Jesus. Uh, no, the, okay, this, the solo character. Yeah, I couldn't. He is missing. He's missing something. So he felt very. He felt very bland. You know, for to be Han Solo. You know, it's just like one of the right, iconic right. characters. Yeah, it's most. It's hard. It's big shoes to fill. He's one of the most iconic characters right. I think of all time, and one of the most, you know, like charismatic actors. It's like you, you can't, yeah, and I think they did a bad choice filling, you know, picking the the actor for it, and yeah. I think they did a bad choice with Donald Glover too. Well, Not him himself, but he's he's so um he's so known, you know, that he's trying to play another iconic person. You can't get it out of your head that it's Donald Glover pretending to be Billy D. Williams. It's like you can't. They should have had a no name or something. So here's the problem though: like when he was cast, he wasn't this big. Like he was like big enough. <laughs> But, like, but he still be. I mean, talk about Donald Donald Glover. Yeah, like when he was cast two years ago, he had done. Uh, I think he had just started Atlanta, and but he was already big from like you know what was it Community or, or uh, Community? I mean, sorry, Community. community, community. He wasn't. I, he I don't think. I wouldn't again, say he was you know? big. He was pretty big. I mean, he has, he has a he did a he does music and he does shows. He does stand. Yeah, I just don't think he was like as big two years ago. I think he just you know, got caught up in like maybe for yeah. I mean, you know, if you don't know him, I guess. I mean, if, if you don't follow him, maybe you're right. He might not be that. I think for me, it was hard because I knew him from so much stuff. That's, yeah, that might be the All problem. Right. But uh, and then the other thing, me and Dad both talked about it. Both Donald Glover and and the guy who played Hansel, they're they're too short. They look. Like when you look at them, they they yeah, look too, tiny. They look too short. You're just like you're having a hard time buying it. Like just it's on like, a physical appearance wise, it's, it's they, hard. They haven't they haven't had their growth spurt yet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both tall in the movie. Yeah, they're just young kids. Like how can they pick two? Uh, at least they're they both both... As as, they're, they're both as young as Kai. Come on. So they're 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 gonna hit puberty soon. Right. Yeah, I don't even know who. Harrison Ford is. Oh my gosh! That's the that was the hard part the the physical part and and just like I couldn't get over, you know, I was trying to think about what what about it was so I just couldn't get over and I was thinking like if you had someone playing like an iconic like like James Earl Jones and they could imitate James Earl Jones's voice even if they did it well in your mind you're like it's still a James Earl Jones impersonation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. That, that's what it was it's, for me. It's a thankless job. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, they, but like, what, I, I don't know. I, it, it's good. What are you? What are you supposed to do though in that situation? Like, I know it's very hard. It's very hard. Very hard situation. Come here, Lulu. So the other part was it was. Uh, I felt like it was a lot of cramp, a lot of story trying to be crammed into, just like yeah, at once with all these different, <clears throat> with the crime syndicates and everything. That part was. I don't know. I, I felt like it was they're trying to put too many story things in, <laughs> and then I really didn't like the way they shoehorned in Darth Maul at the end. It just felt very <laughs> like I was like, "What Dude. the hell was that?" They just like put it. They just stuck it in, and it felt so like artificial. Like they're just trying to cram a something related to Jedi's and the Force. Let's in talk there, about you know? it. Let's talk about it. 
he just randomly turns on his freaking blade if you forgot who he was. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, he, talks to her. <laughs> he talks to her and then just all of a sudden out of nowhere. And we're just like, what? <laughs> like, what? So, it, it left me with so such a bad cheesy. taste in my mouth for the movie. Oh, I, was really? like, I was like, what the hell was that? There's yeah. some stuff in Rebels, the series where he kind of he talks about Darth Maul doing some stuff, but this seems so like uh, they had to put in something with Jedi's. I'm like, oh, you didn't have to do that. Like, there's no need for that. It hmm. really, that yeah. I thought weird. that was super cheesy. It didn't, it didn't bother me. Actually, I thought it was kind of fun. I mean, it's just ridiculous, and it was kind of like all of a sudden. But I, maybe I didn't watch Rebels or anything like that. So. It, to me, it felt like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. So, so I'm like, okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm okay with him being in it. I just, I just hated like how he just turned on his his uh, lightsaber, just like to show you. No, I didn't like him being in it. For me, I didn't like him being in it at all. I like what they did, like in Rogue One. It's kind of made it. You know, you don't have to make all this this like fan like you know they don't have to just wait a minute. That whole last scene with Vader is just a fan like thing. I, I know what you no, mean. no, that that was. Like... You don't want they, like force. You don't want force or Jedi's or Siths involved, right? It in this be, story, it's yeah, like a story, you know, yeah, yeah, I get you. It's like a Han Solo. It would be better off as a, its own, like a no-name character or something involved in there. Come here, Lulu. Anyways, and that, and then I don't know why Ron Howard has to put his brother in every single movie he makes, but he has to show up in his freaking weird cameo. Wait, um, who is he? He's. I I can't even remember with the scene. It's so like I just remember I saw him. I was like, "Oh, his brother's in there again." You know his brother, right? The... Oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't you know, know either. You know Ron Howard's brother? If you uh-huh. see him, he's in like all the Adam Sandler movies. Stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally <laughs> know his face now. He's in, I think one of the fighting or gambling scenes. Like he shows up. I'm like, he's so yeah. distinct. He's such a distinct look. Like it's his yeah. brother. You're right. He yeah. looks like. Wait, what? <laughs> Okay. Lulu's not happy. <laughs> Lulu, say hello. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, who's after you, Arthur? Okay, so um, so all the the hype for this, or lack of hype for this movie, I was actually not very looking forward to it per se even though as a star wars fan i would have been like okay i'll watch it eventually i will watch star wars movie um but i wasn't like like excited to go watch it then i started to hear the reviews and saying it was actually better than people expected so i thought okay maybe there's some hope um and then maybe now i'm a little bit more interested and i want to watch it um but then having said that watching the movie i didn't hate it um i didn't love it i just felt like it was really kind of middle of the road maybe slightly above average um totally agree with what nick said about uh i think it's alden is the actor for han solo i think he had the mannerisms and certain physical things that were good but he lacks that kind of um emotional spark or charisma that that you know ford brings to solo um that you know it's like he's a character and where he's you know this guy's just emulating trying his best but there's not a lot of personality um but he got a lot of the physical stuff i think pretty good um i actually like donald glover um playing lando i actually i thought he was one of the better parts of the movie though i do understand what you're saying about him emulating um Mm -hmm. you know an iconic character you know it's hard but i thought he actually turned out better than most um i like the the things about all the easter egg star wars things like the kessel run and the the chewy uh him partnering up for the first time him getting the blaster um, you know, seeing the Falcon for the first time, 
Um, and then one small thing, which I actually kind of like, was kind of funny, is when when uh, what Lando meets Han for the first time, and La uh, Donald keeps calling him Han, right? Just kind of like in the Empire for the first time when you meet Billy D. Williams, he keeps calling him Han Solo. He's like the only character in the that calls him Han Solo when it's Han. So oh, yeah. they almost acknowledge this here in a kind of funny joke where he goes, yeah, Han. And then uh, Aldrich goes, no, it's Han, but it's okay. And then they start to gamble. I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun. <laughs> um, they play around with those little details, which I, I kind of appreciated those things. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, aside from that, the movie was just kind of middle of the road. It's not great. There wasn't anything memorable about the action. I mean, you know, the train sequence was, was okay. It was good, but I don't... You know, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. Um, I can't think of any other major action adventure scenes. Um, the villain was kind of okay. Um, Paul Bettany, you know, it was all right. Um, but there was nothing really memorable about this movie per se. It's just really kind of middle of the road. I do like the fact that for the most part, it was mostly a movie about, you know, uh, empire and rebels and smugglers and other characters in the Star Wars universe without any references to the Sith or the Jedi or the Force, with the exception of the little, you know, Darth Maul cameo, right? Because um, I think I wanted a Star Wars movie that had nothing to do with the Sith or the Jedi or the Force. Yeah, that for the most part. Rogue One did also, but it obviously had that Darth Vader scene. So, but it know, fit in. It fit into that it story. Fit in more. Yeah, exactly. It fit in more. So I like the fact that this movie didn't have a lot of that mystical side of the Star Wars universe. Um, but you know, aside from that, you know, there, there's just not a lot much I can really say about this movie. I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. I, I don't hate it. It's not horrible, but it's not great. Um, you know, I liked some of the Easter eggs. I liked che Chewbacca. I thought, you know, there, was, there seemed to be some things that they were trying to tell about Chewbacca, him with his people and his age and, and things like that. Um, I like the fact that they kind of give a little bit more depth to Chewbacca a little bit. Um, but aside from that, it's like, you know, it's sort of really middle of the road. Um, you know, I think the one, you know, before I forget, one character or one actor I felt really, really was able to emulate, because you know, we're talking about people emulating other actors, right? So regardless of what you think about the new Star Trek movies, I really liked um, Carl Urban's portrayal of um, DeForest mm -hmm. Kelly's, Dr. you know, Bones, McCoy. Like, he's not just emulating him. I feel like he's really making the character himself, his own, but also doing it, you know, giving a right, the right level of homage to the actor. Uh, and I don't think he's just copying him. So I think he's just, that was just one example, I feel like, where an actor was able to kind of pull it off for such an iconic character versus these two guys, challenging as it is with Harrison Ford and Billy Dee, um, just didn't quite get there, so... But yeah, other than that, I think um, there's not much I can really say about this movie. I mean, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I, I don't, you know, having a Han Solo prequel movie is not a bad thing, but I hope in the future they tell more new stories. You know, we, either with old, char or old characters, with stories we've never heard of, uh, or just totally new stories. We don't have to keep strip mining the past. So, Because All otherwise, because right. you, 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 sorry, last thing is, you know, Han's never going to get hurt in this movie, right? There's no big stakes, per se, because, you know, you know his final fate. So it's really just kind of enjoying the ride for what it is. And I just thought the ride was really average. So there you go. Cool. All right. I guess that means I'm next. I mm -hmm. think I'm going to break, you know, the pattern here so far. I, I was actually really surprised by how many articles I've read about how 
like, oh, you know, now that solo's out and it's, uh, you know, doing quote unquote so poorly in the box office that, you know, maybe there might not be any uh, additional Star Wars movies in the future, right? I mean, is that really still in question? Uh, I, I don't know if you guys, if anybody knows the latest news on that, but. Well, no, yeah, there's no they, way. They I don't believe that there's so much yeah. money to be made for them. No matter They'll never. Did you guys hear that? I did hear that. They pulled the solo about? stories is what they did. I, I well, no, they, they, they went back. They, they went back and said, no, actually, the rumors are not true. So there's actually conflicting oh, reports about okay, it. Okay. But I think regardless, I think you're right. It's like, it's Star Wars. It will always sell and make money. It's just a level yeah. matter of your expectations. I mean, well, so, I yeah, even if they said this movie was like, quote unquote, a failure, I'm like, dude, the money they made and it's nothing to sneeze at either. So it's all relative. They, wait, wait, wait. They lost money on this movie. Like Did for they? sure. Yeah. Because they had was, a, they I thought they made a, a lot, but just not what they wanted to. No, no. So they, they essentially had to shoot this movie twice. And so, like, I think they said something like the budget, not, it's not like really the budget because uh, you have to, I don't know, they had to shoot it again. And mm-hmm. so they, if you put on, and then you throw on the marketing. Um, I wonder if they factor in like uh, international, you know, Fox office. Yeah. And, and merchandising usually makes up for this kind of stuff for Star Wars. I mean, they're, they're going to make their money. <laughs> they'll never, they'll the never give up the Star Wars. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a money yeah, machine. I, I don't think they'll give up. I just think they, they, they need to rethink about how they, like the strategy or how they probably rebooted like three, four more times in our lifetime. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, it's true. I was just, I was just so shocked at how much negative press there was because I actually walked out of the theater, uh, really enjoying the movie. Um, I had a good time with it. I, I, I guess, you know, there's, um, a certain reliability to having Ron Howard, uh, directing a movie. You kind of just get a pretty, um, fun, lighthearted um, movie, which I think I think for Solo, I, I was fine with that. Um, what I liked about it is, I mean, sure, there was issues with the, I, I think with the actors kind of embodying the characters, like kind of living in them, but uh, the characters themselves, like the way that they told this, these stories of, of Han and, um, uh, shoot, Khaleesi. I'm blanking on the character name right now. Kira. Yeah, Kira. 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 Yeah. Lucy, all right? Daenerys. <laughs> Mother of Dragons right there. But I mean, uh, I just think that, you know, they were, I think they were, they were great characters. It's cool to see Lando in there. But the thing that the characters that actually, um, I was really surprised at how much emotional impact there was on was Chewbacca. That, uh, that moment where Chewbacca had the opportunity to be re- reunited with his people, but he chose not to. To me, that that hit hard like that really solidified and made me understand why uh you know han and chewbacca are so close um, i wish they had done more of that though like i, I agree feel as like they had an opportunity to to give chewbacca more i think just more character than just like this side pilot sure and i, I don't know i just feel like they didn't um do as much as they could have I, I, I agree. agree. I, mean, I really like that moment. I really like that moment, though, in the movie. Um, yes. That and Lando and uh, what was his droid's name? Um, LS or L3? L3 something. L3, yeah, yeah. She, she was uh, cool. I, I didn't like the, the droid. I didn't like that. Yeah, I really didn't care for I mean, I, I don't really know what they were trying to go for with her. But actually, when like she a, died. I felt like that was a bad attempt at kind of what they did in Rogue One. They did a really yeah. good job. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, this is like a fail. I feel like they did a really crappy job of trying to make it a, a kind of. Well, a they kind of pushed that weird social aspect a bit much. Yeah. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> whereas, <laughs> that was a little bit too, they, they too a relationship or something. Yeah. A little bit too current. I got Yeah. Say, but, whereas but, in like K2SO is a little bit like he's a character. He's funny. Like mm-hmm. you know, he has a personality, and he's just there, right? Whereas this one's just like outspoken, like you know, equality. It's kind of like all right. Equality. <laughs> SJW. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all for it, but it's just, it's just too in your face there, there. But yeah. when she died though, and the reaction from Lando, I was actually, uh, I, I thought that emotional? was a really good scene. Yeah. Mm. I thought emotionally that hit hard and they, they, they did a good job on that. I think, uh, from a character development standpoint, um, uh, I, I think the action scenes were actually really fun, right? The the, the whole train scene. Uh, there was a number of other um, action scenes that I actually really enjoyed. So I think overall, I think it was a it was a fun ride with some really uh, good moments. Great. Um, am I next? I don't I remember. Oh, okay. Yes. So I walked out of Solo. So actually, I walked into Solo kind of reading a lot of the same things that Arthur had read, just like, oh, people, people were like very surprised about this movie. Like it's better than what people think it is. So I, I went in actually pretty optimistic. Um, I walked out of that movie. I don't remember a goddamn thing I watched in that movie. <laughs> like <laughs> I literally just like, wait, what just happened? Like, what did I watch? Like I just, yeah, nothing is memorable. Like, is like, and the stuff that I do remember, it was just like a lot of bad stuff. So all right, I'm going to go through, okay, actually, sorry. We always talk about bad stuff. I'm going to go through good stuff. <laughs> so mm-hmm. good stuff. Uh, I thought some of the cinematography was uh, was great. Like so just some of the way, the, the, some of the scenes, the way they were shot and some just the yeah, cinematography, oh, that was great. Um, I actually really liked the the war scene, um, kind of like that Star Wars. We've never gotten to see like a ground Star Wars, kind of like that, that um, Saving Private Ryan. Um, type of battlefield before, and I thought that oh, was really yeah. cool. Oh yeah, the soldier, the soldier part. Yes, yes. It was like Empire. ten minutes, <laughs> or like not even. It was yeah. like five minutes. It was a very In short. Scene, but I thought, yeah. wow, this is actually very different from like any Star Wars movie we've seen. Um, so uh, that I thought was good as well. Um, that's it. It's on my good good list. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, yep. I mean, l- l- listen, listen. I, it's easy to pick on some of these things, but I'll just go through the list. I thought the characters, I don't think any character did a great job. I thought Donald Glover probably did the best, but I didn't really care for any of the other characters. Um, I, the way this is like poor directing to me, um, there were two emotion scenes that I just didn't understand. First is Solo when he sees Kira again for the first time. It was just like, oh, hey, you're here. Yeah, he's like, hi. Anyway, you've been fighting three years in the goddamn Imperial Army to see her, and it's just like, oh, that's nice. Like, you're here. Just like, why, why, why would you... Nobody would react like that. If, um, well, I think he was in a public setting, so I thought I took it as he's trying to play it as he best he can. Basically, cool. uh, no. Because he was I, in that scene, he, he wouldn't break, break covers. That's how I took it, at least. So, no, no. I what you're I, saying, though. I think you're defending him a bit, but whatever, the character a bit. But again, I just didn't feel like there's any emotion there when it's literally his life. Like he spent the last three years trying to get back to her. Um, and then the second thing was when uh, Woody Harrelson's wife dies. He's like, 
uh, you know, he did like a funeral, whatever, like the burial thing. Yeah. And then just kind of just like, there's nothing, feel like he didn't care about her at all. Um, so I was kind of, both of those things really irritated me. Another thing, like, it feels like they took everything we knew about Han Solo and made a reference to it. Like, everything we knew about him in the yes, original movie. They overdid it. They re- they referenced every single little thing. Oh, so, yeah. All the um, fun stuff. I mentioned that. Yeah, so like the, the shoot run. first, the castle run, how he got his ship in a card game, like it's all here. It's like, what do we know about uh, you know Han Solo? Let's write a story around every like one of those things. That's exactly what they did. I Can know. I say? I was I actually like, like that stuff, but I yeah. thought they should have saved some. But after seeing the movie, I'm like, oh, it's good they didn't save it. Yep, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> I don't want to see anything else. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what else? I forgot to mention the yeah, dice. Yeah. I feel yeah, like, exactly. over, that was I feel like they're overdoing that in every Star Wars. I'm like, the, the dice weren't like a big part of the original. Never. I actually like, don't remember it at all, to be honest. Like, yeah, it, it, just, it was, it was just a, yeah. He, they, they make it like this iconic thing now. They made it a thing in Last Jedi, right? Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, um, if you watch this movie without prior knowledge, you're going to be like, why do they keep on showing dice? Like, <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just really close up shot on the dice. Just like, why? Um, so that was another thing that kind of irritated me. Merchandising, um, man. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, the whole, uh, oh, wait, wait. So this kind of this is like deeper into the Han Solo myth, um, but it was weird to see Han Solo. He was like a vanilla straight guy in this movie. Like, it's very interesting that in the original star wars he has a whole arc like he's kind of like an asshole and and then he becomes good again like you know like he kind of sacrifices for the good but then it's weird because in this movie he's just kind of good throughout and he sacrifices himself like throughout so i just feel like transitioning into his character in the original star wars it, it doesn't really make sense for his arc um and then let's see the Oh, the other, the two really irritating things for me, uh, Chewbacca's intro, um, why he solo, whatever, Han Solo had to like do his little, you know, his little roar. And I was like, ugh, so cheesy. <laughs> this is like anybody of us doing it. And then that, what that's what causes him to stop eating him? Like, it was weird. I was just like, okay, because he speaks the same language. Why would he eat him though? He's not like a you know. That's what I said. He's not cannibal. He doesn't. He doesn't eat, eat That's people. what I said. Does he eat humans? But but there were bones down there, right? <laughs> that doesn't make so they, they didn't feed him, right? I don't know, but just like this. Know, is humans, I don't know. Yeah, it's it kind of awkward though. It's very yeah. weird. It's it like Chewbacca like, eats bleeders. Yeah, I was just like, I didn't get it. I was like, okay, and then of course the the main like gasp in the theater uh, was when uh uh he goes up to the imperial guy and he's just like what's your name uh i, I don't have a family uh <laughs> han solo shut the, what are you kidding me god that's that's so, that they so ruined cheesy they so, ruined it so bro so it's like bro you got your last name from the imperial army who you've hated like your entire life like i don't know i just thought that was like super cheesy like uh i did not like that at all um and then he kept the name right <laughs> which doesn't make sense to me either um but one thing i will say like i wish they had shown more of his time in like the army it kind of just skipped over until he like left 
but it seemed like he hated it the entire time and then he finally got whatever it booted him or something right um that would be pretty interesting yeah i kind of would have liked to, to see if he, had to, if he had to do some things that he really didn't do and saw yeah. some really ugly things in the empire yeah, yeah. that would have been really interesting and that, that would change his character a lot and, and then i could i could see a better like turn of his character um uh yeah i wish we would have seen that uh and maybe like maybe some of his piloting like we don't really see a lot of his piloting until he's in the millennium falcon right like i don't know so i don't know there's i overall i thought it was a pretty average like vanilla movie there are a lot of like cringe worthy things to me in this movie but um I, i'm definitely giving it a break here it's a star wars movie and you know i guess it didn't bother me as maybe some other people but uh, it's definitely not a great movie all right uh final review kai you're up <laughs> all right well i'll probably begin with some uh fun trivia um i had found out uh actually before i watched the movie um but I recently found out that um, Donald Glover and Childish Gambino are the same person. <laughs> That's right. Like so, within the past two weeks, right? Because I was watching the This Is America music video and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like Childish Gambino got Donald Glover to act in his music video. Um, oh, oh, but God. I know they're the same person. So. Oh, God, where are you? <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Um, so moving on to the solo review, um, I'm going to follow along the same vein as Anthony. Actually, he touched on a lot of points that I wanted to bring up in terms of cons, but I have a pretty short list of, uh, of pros, but I'll actually leave that for the end to tie it off. Um, okay. just so that we don't end on a, on a worse note, but I think one thing that other people didn't touch <laughs> on that really bothered me was actually, I was very disappointed with Amelia Clark's character and cause she seems so promising in the beginning based on kind of a relationship that she could potentially develop with Han. And I mean, I don't, I don't really know much about Han Solo, nor do I really care. Um, I just know that he has some cool references, right? He's got Chewbacca, he's got the millennium Falcon, you know, and he's got his, you know, tropey, you know, I love you. I know lines that a lot of people quote. And so I'm sitting here in this movie. I'm like, okay, Wait, well, don't forget hopefully the, uh, I can walk away with some new stuff and say, you know, maybe I can be a new fan of Han Solo. Don't forget the shoot first thing, which they had to put yeah. in there. Like, I just could see it a mile away. It's like, okay, I bet you they're going to put the shoot first thing in <laughs> yeah, here. That's just, you know? Yeah. And so I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, maybe maybe something happens between uh, Amelia and, and him that really defines his character. And this could be really cool. You know, so I'm waiting for this to happen the whole time. And, you know, a part of like throughout the whole story, they're just like referencing like too many dramatic like callbacks to like, oh, yeah, you don't know who Kira is. You don't know what she's done. Like, it's just I'm just sitting here. I'm like, okay, all right, let's let's really stage how, you know, mysterious of a person she is now. And there's just like no payoff, you know, like even the though if you can call it like a betrayal at the end oh yeah she she fights for herself it just felt so off because she also just so quickly wanted to be by his side again yeah during the majority of the movie it was just 
it was so confusing me and i was just like okay this it just felt like a side piece character i was just so disappointed with her I- I, I agree with you. Sith Lord. She's a Sith Lord in training. Oh, God. I, no, would, I would agree with you, though, too. I would yeah. say no. Wait, yeah. but she's, so. not, she's not, though, right? <laughs> she's, I don't, they don't say it. doesn't make any well, sense. She's more, she's more like a, an agent or something. I don't know if she was. She's not Sith because, like, like Darth Maul. Yeah. Okay, it's not even Darth Maul. It's just Maul now because he got kicked out. Well, is Why that is before or after? Crime syndicate? <laughs> well, you yeah. would not know because you don't know, right? They don't say, but. Right. She's just working with him. That's all. But she's yeah. not a canon character. No. I don't right. It wasn't so. like some obscure reference or anything. She just... Right. No. Yeah, they just but, wanted but, to do a stupid cameo. Okay, yeah. I, so, I agree with you, Kai. Like, I, I thought actually the intro of it was done well. Like, I yeah. thought, oh, they might have, like, they might have built this great relationship at the beginning. And then it just goes downhill just after they split up. Just like, what? Like, none of it yeah. is impactful at all. It just, yeah, it just crashes and burns. And so, for me, I'm... I'm watching this movie. I'm already not not like really like I, I like really dragged my feet going to the theaters to watch this movie. So I said there, I'm like, okay, look, maybe I can watch this movie and learn something unique about Han Solo because, it, you know, like a lot of people just know him from the original trilogies, but they're going to dedicate a whole movie. To and just to summarize, like you said, they just literally crammed every fucking dumb reference that they could about him into the movie. And none of the payoffs were even interesting. Right, like origin story for Chewie, super shallow. And oh, guess what? He's like the most convenient sidekick ever. Oh, he's like a perfect side, like co-pilot. Like yeah. oh, like he just like <laughs> fucking like kills everyone. You just, it was just like I was like, oh my god, he's just so convenient, and you just learn nothing about their relationship. It felt so forced that he just gets dropped in a pit and then knows, um, you know his language and just convinces him to say, hey, just follow me, bro. You're gonna be cool. And then, yeah. even say, the, the only, one of the ones I did enjoy is when he rips the guy's arms off. I was like, okay, I like. I'm glad, I'm glad they threw that <laughs> reference in. That was that was one of the ones I enjoyed actually. That's fair. I mean, he doesn't have too many like things, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, and then you know, same with the the Kessel Run reference here. Like to to me, I'm just like, look, I don't I don't know why they're calling it the Kessel Run because I'm like, I don't think no. anyone does that. Like, it's not like. Oh yeah, you know, there's a pretty established trade route from Kessel to this refinery, and he's referencing it as a like it's some really like commonly accepted thing. Like you know, I get he did it in a really fast time, but it was just weird to reference it as if it was like some really common race or or something that a lot of people would get because he'd be like, oh, I just did the Kessel run in like two point whatever parsecs. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, oh, I just care. Funny. I care about as much as those sand people do. <laughs> like, <laughs> goddamn. Like, yeah, the fact that it's a run is like, why is it a run? It's not, yeah, really anything. And uh, and so you know, and I also agree with um, Donald Glover being kind of a waste of a cast too, because again, Lando as a character, I didn't learn anything about him. It wasn't interesting to me. Yeah. Um. He. He. He genuinely really didn't develop much of the plot besides just being the guy who loses the Millennium Falcon to, um, to uh, Han Solo there, and you know that's that's literally it. And so even his relationship with the droid, and I, like, I get what they're trying to do with, you know, implanting some sort of personality to the droid, but it just felt it was so forced, you know, like oh yeah, that was. That was kind of super lame, like putting the droid into the Millennium Falcon as like 
mapping system? Well, that I had no problem with. I thought that was actually like the only thing that I found interesting. But like, they just, oh my god, they just like super um, hardcore sold that character with, you know, the 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 black woman attitude, the wide hips, the fucking like, you know, oh come here, girl, I know he in love with you. Like it was just. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know what you're doing, but I still just don't really enjoy the character because I just don't really see the value of it. But contrary to what you guys said, I actually did find the free all droids subplot entertaining for some reason. Like, hmm. I just felt it was like, all right, I can, at least I can grab onto the fact that, you know, she's dedicated to this whole free droids thing where it's almost like, I don't like to me. She, I didn't think she really took it that seriously, and it was also just, it was also, it was almost just fun just to watch that little victory at the at, at Kessel where she, you know, just frees a couple trash cans and says, "You guys are free!" Like, oh my god, this is huge! <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, and then she just gets shot up. So um, wait, can so sorry back to that mappy yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, you think they can extract her and put her into another body, or is she just like the silent thing now that's inside? Yeah, she, I don't know. I don't care. I, think right? like, to... I don't care either. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> she's like what the massive mech gal. Yeah, like there's no continuity there that really matters. <laughs> Cortana or whatever. Oh god. <laughs> you know, and so it just yeah, this movie was just rife with a lot of convenient things. Um, you know, same with like back that that Kessel fight scene where. You know, they're all trying to get into this Millennium Falcon. They had already carted a gigantic cart of very, very explosive materials, completely safe through a fucking, like, terrible, like, you know, prison <laughs> outbreak while there's, like, uh, station turrets around the Millennium Falcon that no one wanted to blow up where fucking Khaleesi throws two perfect grenades and like just dispatches... The, the the station turret that just had no idea oh maybe we should shoot the ship that's trying to steal our shit yeah uh and they make this perfect escape well except of course losing the ebonix droid um and it's just i just sat there and I'm like oh my god this is just like which is supposed to be black to ebonics i didn't get that droid. <laughs> it's british british ebonix it's british i don't, yeah, why, I don't know why was she, why was she black she's british i didn't I, 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 she didn't come off as british to me She's what? a British She's accent. She's totally British. Are you fucking... Really? <laughs> oh. Okay, you gotta go, back. you gotta go back. I think you went to sleep. You took a nap yeah. during it. Don't care. Um, um, but, and so, going back to um, finishing up on the review part of it, I enjoyed the Free All Droids subplot. Um, I actually did like the actor for Han. I felt he nailed this naive optimism that he seemed to have. Like, um, I agree that he just automatically seemed to be like a good character every single time like there was almost never a consideration of doing anything remotely not good so that was like a little bit you know not very entertaining for me but he also had like this really like committed naive optimism which you know it's it's hard to pull off right it's hard to like be that person that always says yep we're gonna do it and it's gonna work it's gonna be great just believe me it's gonna work and I don't know. I bought into it. I enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, I learned nothing about Han Solo. And I'm just like going back to just like my general criticism of like these new Star Wars movies. They're literally creating zero fans, like zero new fans. Like you've given people no opportunities to have their own references to the new Star Wars movie. 
right? Yeah. No, yeah. no one gets to walk away from this Han Solo movie with any new Han Solo, Chewbacca, Kira, Lando, Carizian references at all, right? Yeah. Like nothing's new. Like you said, you walked away. It's like nothing happened, and yeah. it's just it's super disappointing because it's it's a complete wash. And just like, you know, The Last Jedi and, you know, A New New Hope, they just are terrible at developing new content. And um, I think it's just, it's kind of just a kind of slower descent, similar to the DCEU, where if they don't really take a hard critical look at the direction they're going, they can really tank this brand and um, really lose out on something that could actually, you know, do a lot for a lot of people. Right? Like Star Wars is a great huge universe. There's tons of potential, and it just it just sucks to see Disney squander it, and it's just rough. So rough. Did you like so, Rogue One, by the way? Sorry, what? You did. did. You like Rogue One, though, right? Oh, you I loved it. it. That's so. That's that's the only one that I've liked okay. out of the new movies. Yeah, I like um, Rogue One also. So yeah, better than Phantom Menace. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Dude, no, why would I ever say that? Phantom Menace, of course, is the best movie ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. If I, it, okay, if I had an option right now to watch Phantom Menace or Solo, I would watch Phantom Menace. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd watch Solo. I'd watch Solo. Okay. I would watch Phantom Menace Wait, over really? every single movie that had came Dang, out. Dang, that's a hard choice. Like. I'm not saying that Phantom Menace is a better movie. I'm just saying I'd rather watch Phantom Menace than Solo. <laughs> like Solo is so vanilla. It's so just like, well, yeah, it's like, whatever. I don't think vanilla is horrible. Really? Hey, can I? It is horrible. Can this I just is the eighth of the movie. Of young Anakin no. and Jar Jar Binks. That's a good point. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Wait, versus versus the, is he in the first one? Yeah, Jar Jar is in the I, first I, one. Okay, I thought he was in the second one. Midichlorians. This is the tenth Star Wars movie. Like you can't, I don't know. Like you just can't be so, so I don't know. So so scared. Yeah. Right. Like Disney. These Disney has been. I don't know. Historically, has done so well in being a creative um, leader, but. Just feel like they're definitely mishandling the the Star Wars franchise for sure. Not. Yep. All right. Uh, thanks for your guys' reviews. Um, let's do our final round of scores. And so I guess we'll we'll work backwards again, right? Is that what we did? Yeah, work backwards again. So Kai. Yeah, I think. Um... If I try to remember my other scores, I I'm probably gonna give this like a like a seven, anywhere from like a six and a half to a seven. That's pretty high for you. That's pretty high, yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'm surprised. Surprised. I I I don't remember my my other references, but I mean, it's still a movie. I like I guess regretfully tell people to watch, but like, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Just I tell people not to watch it. I'd still be surprised at that at that score for you, though. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah I probably go with the six and a half. Oh, you got punked by Arthur. <laughs> well, okay, so I mean, this is baited. something that we'll talk about baited. later, but I think, <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to do a better job at looking at our at least I I don't even look at my past scores to, um, kind of normalize where where I score things. All right. Um. True. 
All right, so I think I'm next. Okay, one thing I wanted to point out for to talk about, did you guys feel the same way? When they did the reveal of those thieves, and the way it was directed, it was supposed to be like, I felt like it was supposed to be some big ass reveal, but like, I was like- You mean from the army to the becoming like showing that they're thieves? Sorry, sorry, the, the, the black girl, the kind of like light-skinned black girl. You mean you know the, I'm talking those, about? Uh, those marauders, uh, which, which turns out to be yes. like the star. Marauders. Oh, the infest nest. Yeah. yeah, when they like revealed her, oh. like it, they made it like this big thing, and I was like, "Who is this supposed to be?" Like, it's like nobody, just a random person, you know? I don't know. I, I, I felt was, like they were trying to make it like you you expect it to be some scruffy, you know, really badass looking character, and then it turned out to be like a young girl. I think they're, oh. that's how I took it. Oh. That was done very poorly then, because I didn't like. I, I thought it was somebody we knew from the past, or some like, like they're trying to surprise us. Like, oh, this marauder leader is a girl. I, I, that's how I took it. Like, they're trying to oh. be shocking that way. That's meh. Okay, it didn't work for me. Um, it could be wrong. Yep. Um. All right. So I was flip flopping between scores too. Um, how poorly I wanted to score this. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with a six. I, I was close to a five point five six, but uh, yeah, I'll go with a six. I, yeah, I don't feel like I need to watch this movie again. <laughs> Maybe if my kid wants to watch it, we like go through the whole series. But I'm good. I'm good. Right. Um, well, you gotta torture your kid like that. <laughs> dang. Maybe he wants to see Han's backstory and not get it. <laughs> <laughs> you just watched the original trilogy. No, I'm yeah, serious. Say, that was it. That's it. <laughs> there was no Han Solo. You don't need to know anything else. Yeah. It's like you don't need to show them Phantom Menace. That's true. That's that's still in canon, oh, really? so. Well, it's all canon, but. Well, I guess. <laughs> all right, Ronald? I'm going to give this a. Uh... i give it a 7.5. Damn. All right. <laughs> that is right. Pretty high. Arthur? I'll just give it a solid seven. It's only because it's saved by Star Wars, but really middle of the road, but not horrible to me. But not the greatest either. Just really mediocre. Ah, middle of the road mediocre. But I didn't Damn. hate it, so. You didn't hate it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm looking at your scores here. Well, we have to rationalize the scores again, but I mean, <laughs> the whole Star Wars mythology does save it a little bit, kind of like what you said, right? If it didn't have that, yeah, then it it kind of it. I mean, covers up a few of the the faults, but it it in no way. I feel like this movie is like, oh my gosh, it's so yeah. great, but it's it not, definitely put money into it, right? It's not like it's like a cheap looking, like a cheap ass. Yeah, production production wise, there's no no problem with that. It's just, yeah. I don't I don't remember much from it to be honest. Oh, so just like me. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's still Star Wars. There's enough there that I'll still consider it, you know, entertaining. Yeah. But I wouldn't go out and watch it, like, right away. Or, like, if I had other choices for Star Wars, I'm like, oh, I'll watch that instead. Yeah. All right, Nick? Uh, I'm going to – oh, you know what I was going to mention? My favorite part of today's podcast was – being nagged during my wife doing a live podcast <laughs> they have that recorded that was, that was, for all time. i know <laughs> that's gonna be on record forever forever <laughs> uh uh i was gonna i give it a four and um i thought that was gonna wow. be i thought that was gonna be high i thought people were gonna give it a 
the main reason is I thought, uh, I mean, true Star Wars fan. I, th- wow. I was like um, really impressed by Rogue One. I thought this was going to be that kind of style of movie, like a more, uh, you know, related but kind of standalone. But it was pretty disappointing for me. Dude, I like it. I like this darker wow. Nick. Wow. You know he what I liked about the movie? The case. scores like this, man. What? That's like the lowest score you've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Is it? I think. I think. Batman versus Superman is tied for. I'm looking at the scores now. Wow. Yeah, rank, that's it. That, that's accurate then. It ranks there for me. Wow, that's, that's brutal. Down that there with brutal. BBS. I know. That is brutal. I don't think it's as bad as BBS. I don't know, man. This was disappointing. All right. I mean, I'm insulted by. Yeah, I mean, I'm insulted by BBS because it didn't stay in character. At least Solo's in character. He didn't feel in character. He felt very, like, because, you know, Han Solo's that, like, you know, he's one of those characters everyone loves, but then I feel like it was, the portrayal of him was really boring. Yeah, but he was at least in character. BBS, I don't know who those two characters are. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? the worst movie you've seen in a while, right? Wow. Nick? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I guess I don't see many movies. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you only I, watch what, kids' movies. I only watch the movies you guys tell me to watch for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you know what? You made me change my score. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, no, cause I'm, just, I'm just looking at the scale. I'm just looking at the scale. He, he scored this. Name, he scored this. This and Captain America: First Avenger the same. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. kind of, I way yeah. rather watch First Avenger. I sure, way rather I agree watch there. First Avenger is a good movie. Good. You know why I score these the same? That's the way I feel towards bland characters. <laughs> it's the bland <laughs> vanillaness of it. I, that's Dang. what <laughs> I appreciate Nick's convictions. Yeah, even though they're wrong for First yeah. Avenger. Well, I don't know about wrong. <laughs> I didn't really like First Avenger that much. I thought it was pretty. Whatever. I liked it a lot. Slightly better than that. Although I'm turned around on Captain America, Arthur. I'm a fan now. I'm a big fan now. It just there you go. <laughs> first Avengers movie. The first one. Yeah. First one. I can't even go back and watch it. Wow, really? Okay. Discussion for. I mean, I, I could on TV. Oh yeah, <laughs> free while it's on. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up, guys. Um, I guess we got Ted's score. We'll we'll, uh, we'll add that to our spreadsheet. Um, on the side but uh thank you guys for for uh meeting up and uh, reviewing our next one will be ant-man and the wasp uh, which comes out next friday Ooh, that friday. one i'm excited for. i'm excited for that one too i really like the, the first Same one here. yeah yep, yep. Uh, i think so, i might have been the one that scored ant-man the highest uh you nope higher Nick than me Nick did. There you go. There you go. Oh. Yeah. You're slightly under. Slightly under. You're like 0.2 behind him. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I didn't do these scores. He wants to put a fucking 8.3 there. <laughs> Jesus. I um, think my score today stands for debt. <laughs> I score on behalf of debt. True. 4.1 or the 3.9. No, 3.85. Forget it. Locked in. Uh, all right, guys. So we'll probably speak in a couple weeks again, hopefully, and um, talk to you guys soon. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.